and the fact that you are there in our lives. We can, we can put our trust and our hopes in you. And you will never fail us. You are always there. Spirit of the living God, we thank you. We thank you for ministering to us in our hearts and for speaking to us. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. It's clear if you live on the earth, it doesn't take too long before you become aware that life is full of troubles. <laughs> you deal with one, you get through it, and you say, wow, that's, that was good. Praise the Lord. You blink, and you got another one, <laughs> and you have to deal with it. It's just the way it is. Now, without help from heaven, our lives will be without help on the earth. We have to have help from heaven. We need heaven's help. Now, you understand, situations will change. Circumstances will continue to change in our lives. Some circumstances change for the good, and we're happy about those, and we give praise to God. But all changes are not like that. Some circumstances and situations change, and they change for the negative. And that's trouble. So we have to have our way out of trouble. Trouble is just a part of life. It will come to you. I believe in Job chapter 14, verse 1, Job says, Man born of woman has just few days. It's a few days and full of trouble. So we are going to have trouble in life. Now, what you do with trouble will determine your destiny. Everyone is going to encounter trouble. The Bible says, don't think it's strange. When you enter into diverse temptation, it's not strange. Everyone is going to have trouble. You have to deal with something. Now, if you don't deal with trouble and overcome trouble, trouble will overcome you and destroy your life or destroy your destiny. You have to deal with trouble. God expects you to deal with it. God says it will be there. It will come to you. It's not strange. Is it God allows it, it's not to destroy you. If you handle trouble properly, it will bring promotion to you. It just depends on how you see it and how you respond to it. So if you're born of woman, you live on earth, you will have trouble. They'll keep coming. How to you deal with it will determine what happens to your future. One thing that we must know, just let it sink into your heart. There is only one person that can help you. God. Only God. Regardless of the type of trouble that comes into your life. If you're looking anywhere for help, you're just wasting your time. If help comes, if lasting help will come into your life as a result of that trouble, it has to come from Him. 
You can't get any help from anywhere. You depend on people before long they change or they leave. And they are no longer in your life. You cannot trust in man for your help. There is only help from God. That's the only help that will count. In your life be determined. I'll get help from God. And God will help me. Regardless of what's happening in your life. Regardless of the nature of the trouble that's coming to your life. God can help you. And God will help you. All we have to do is seek his help. And if you can get his attention, he'll help you out of trouble. And your trouble will be a source of promotion in your life. Depending on your attitude and how you handle it. You know, David never lost one battle in his entire life. He was a man of war. Fought so many wars. But he he never lost a battle. But he understood what it meant, what it meant to be in trouble. And how to cry out to God for, tr- for trouble. And, uh, if you look at Psalm 60 verse 11 and 12, David cried out, God, give us help from trouble. If help will come to you from trouble, it has to come from, from God. David had mighty men all around him. 600 of them. They couldn't help. In this situation, David was crying out to God, God, give us help from trouble, for the help of man is useless. Man can give you some help, but really it's no useful help. The only help that is useful has to come from God. And if you cry out to God for help, God will give you help from trouble. Especially if you are a child of His. You know, people who are not believers, they cry out to God sometimes when they don't even know Him. And guess what? He helps them. I can understand that. And they'll tell you. He changes their feelings about God. But these are sinners and in trouble. They know nowhere to go to and they're praying. I like that. Amen. <laughs> How much more his child? Trouble will come to every one of us. I believe in, in uh, I think it's, it's uh, Matthew chapter 7. Towards the very end, you know, Jesus said, everyone who hears these sayings of mine, you remember that? I will liken him. And does them, I would liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. You remember that? The wind, the rain, he comes to every life. It just depends on where you're planted and where you're getting your source of help. If you're planted on the rock and you're depending on the rock, you'll never fall. The wind will come, but you'll never fall. Give us help from trouble, for the help of man is useless. Through God, we will do valiantly. Only through God. When you have help from God, you will do valiantly, for it is He who shall tread down our enemies. So what does that tell us? When you have trouble, an enemy is behind it. If you're having trouble with your kids, guess what? An enemy is behind it. 
If you are having any uh, trouble with your job, guess what? You may think it's the economy. No, it's not the economy. An enemy is behind it. If it is trouble, there is an enemy involved. Especially if you are a child of God. There is an enemy there. And when you cry out to God for, for help, then you will do valiantly. Then they will tread down your enemies. And your enemies will disappear. Only with the help of God. The trouble with us is we are, sometimes we, when we cry out to God, uh, we are expecting God to act immediately. But God may not choose to act immediately. He wants you to go through it so that you, two, for two reasons, for your promotion, so that you can help somebody in the future going through the same thing. Tell, don't worry. God is going to come through for you. I have been there. He came through for me. Yeah, they'll be going through it and it's difficult for them. And they're waiting for their help and they're not too sure. But your testimony wraps them up. And they can say, well, God did it for you. My time is coming. So it's, it's so important. We have to have from God. No matter what is going on in your life, cry out to God for help. And you will get help. And you will get help. The nature and the form that that help will take, the avenue will help. That's not your business. That's not your business. You know, I, I've always loved the scripture in, in Acts chapter 1. Before Jesus ascended to heaven and the disciples wanted to know, are you going to deliver the kingdom now to Israel? Jesus said, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put in his own power. That's not your business. Your business is trust him. He's going to deliver it to you. Just trust. Cry out and trust. He's going to deliver it to you. Amen? Help will only come from God. You know, God has for every one of us the right path to life. Amen? And we don't know it. We never, there's no way for us to know. You can't even tell why God allowed you to be born here in the United States. But there is a purpose. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know you do. Now, you don't even know why you're here tonight. Well, you plan to be here. That's what you think. But God is at work. Trying to help you, see? There is a plan to your life. And he wants you to understand that there is a path. He only is the one that will show you that path. Psalm 16 verse 11, it says you will. When you cry out to God, God will show you that path of life. And when he shows you that, you will have in his presence fullness of joy, according to the scriptures. Fullness of joy at your right hand. Our pleasures forevermore. Sometimes in our minds, as we are calling to God for help, we have all these 
uh, I think we're doing, we're doing a lot of arithmetic. You know what I mean in our minds? How God is going to, how God is supposed to do it. We tell God, let me show you how you, you're going to do this miracle. That's not your business. You don't tell him how he's going to do it. He will show you the path. Amen? Just trust him. Call for help and trust him to show you that path of life. So you can have fullness. Jesus said, ask that you may receive that your joy may be full. He is the one that is going to show you that. And God will establish you. You cannot move. You can't even handle the problems coming to you unless God is involved. Now, if you read in the New Testament, you'll never find another man that had more problems, more troubles in life than Paul. Read. Except for Jesus, this man was besieged with troubles everywhere, even in the church, he said. Among first brethren, you know, he talked about that. He had troubles everywhere, right and left. Trouble. He gets into a city, preaches the gospel, heals the sick. You think everybody will be happy. The next minute they want to stone him. I can figure that out. I figure somebody that will come in and heal And everyone is happy one day. And the next day they are ready to kill the man. Does it make sense? He had trouble. And you can read in Corinthians how much trouble he said he went through. And beatings. But in Acts 26, verse 22, this is what Paul says. Therefore, having obtained help from God. Having obtained help from God. To this day I stand. No matter what's come against my life, I was able to obtain help from God and I'm able to stand. I'm standing to this day. If you can obtain help from God, you will be standing. Amen. Amen. No man can put you on your back. No matter how hard they try. If you can obtain help from God and God has promised to help. That's why Jesus said, don't take any thought. Not for the morrow. Amen. Don't worry. Be anxious for nothing. Just trust God. God will help. Amen. And that's why we come to encourage ourselves. Because the enemy will try to make you feel like God has forgotten you. And that God is not going to help. Or that you place yourself in that situation and you are fault. God is not going to help you. The Bible doesn't say that. God, the Bible says if we cry out, God will help. And when God helps, you before long will have fullness of joy in your life. Sometimes God will allow us to go into very dark situations. Dark situations. Just to prove himself. So that the next time bigger trouble comes into our lives. We know he was there with us the first time. The last time. And he'll be with us again. He'll never leave us. I like what Jesus said. I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He's there with me. When I'm misunderstood, he's there with me. Amen? 
When difficulties come, he is with me. I still got life. And I can cry out to him for help. So God will always help. I like the story of uh, Uzziah. <laughs> How God helped him. Uzziah. I'd like to read that from Second Chronicles chapter 26. 5. Uh, verse 1 first. It says, Now all the pro- uh, people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. And Uzziah was crying, Help! I'm only 16. Amen? He was just 16. And he was crying. He, the Bible said he started seeking God. Just like Solomon. He figured, I can't handle this. I need God. I need help. And if you go to verse 5, he said, the Bible says he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding, that Zechariah the prophet, who had understanding in the visions of God. He was a prophet. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Let me tell you, if you seek God, you'll prosper. If you seek God, you will prosper. There's nobody that can stop it. It may appear like you are not prospering, but the prosperity is coming. There is no one that is going to be able to stop your prosperity. God has no favorites. If you seek God with all of your heart, if today you're determining your heart, I'm going to seek God with all of my heart. I don't care about the problems. I'm just going to stay focused on God. You will prosper. Doesn't mean trouble will not come. But the troubles are there to bring you to the place where God wants you to be. Sometimes we get in a place we are so comfortable. <laughs> it's like a preacher said he was in this church. And they were paying him well. He had a personage, and the people were good to him. They were constantly bringing food to him. And he said, God, this was, you know, times past where uh, ministers moved from church to church, you know. And many, they preached in one church, and then they applied to get to another church, a bigger church. And they were treating this minister so well, he told in his heart, he said, God, I'm just going to stay here until I die. <laughs> and God says, get out of here. See, God wanted him to go somewhere. And then he became an internationally known minister. I wondered if he had stayed in that place. Now, after he left that place, he had a lot of trouble. And he was crying out to God. He's saying, God, I was comfortable when I was in that church. And, and you told me to leave. And I left. My needs are not being met. And the Lord told him, yes, you were willing I mean, you were obedient, but you were not willing. If you are willing and obedient, then you will eat of the good of the land. He was obedient, but he wasn't willing. He didn't want to go. Well, he said, I, went, I, I became uh, willing in a hurry. And God started blessing him. But see, sometimes we can be in a situation where we are so comfortable, all our needs are met, and if God doesn't do something to move us from that place, we'll stay there and remain in that situation. And so God sometimes will 
allow troubles just like he did with the first church. Remember, in Jerusalem, they started having a lot of persecution. And then they went everywhere. And the gospel spread everywhere. And what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it to that which was good for the church. So that's exactly what God will allow us. Now, Hosiah cried out to God. He was believing God and God helped him according to the word of God. As he listened to the prophet Zechariah getting guidance from the prophet who had understanding in the visions of God. In verse 6, he said, Now he went out and made war against the Philistines and broke down the wall of Gath and, and wall of uh, Jebna and the wall of Ashdod. And he built cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. God, verse 7, God helped him. Everything he had accomplished, it was God's help. It says God helped him against the Philistines. Against the Arabians who lived in Gorbel. And against the Munites. Also the Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt. For he became exceedingly strong. When you receive help from God. It come from being just a child, just listening to a prophet and, and, and following the ways of God until you become very famous. God can do it. Amen. Only as he obtained help from God. God has promised us help. If we cry out to him, God will help us. Everyone is going to go through some difficulty in life. We are constantly dealing with issues that are coming into our lives. How we have to make decisions. And sometimes we have decisions to make. And no, none of the decisions we have seem good. Have you been there? It's just, just me. None of them seem good. And you're thinking, what am I going to do? That's the right time to cry out to God. Because he will hear from heaven. Don't lean on your own understanding in those times. Don't do the arithmetic. Do what you can. But be at peace. Rest. Trust in God with all your heart. Because God is going to come through. He can come through in a week. He can come through in one hour. You can get just one telephone call and the whole situation is changed. But if you're depending on the call from somebody, they'll fail you. They always fail. You just have to trust God and God alone. That's why I believe the Bible tells us, Cursed is everyone that trusts in man. You can't put your trust. It's got to, if there's help coming, it's got to come from God. As unless the Lord himself builds a house, the builders are building in vain. If he doesn't watch over the city, they are watching in vain. They can drink black coffee as much as they want. It still won't work. <laughs> they can catch everything. It takes just God alone. God has promised to help, especially if you are his child. He's going to help you.
He's going to help you. You will never go down. I remember once when I was in college, uh, it's, 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 this was back, way back in Georgia, and uh, these days I can just call, call home. I can call Nigeria anytime I want to, but in those days, if you call when the bill comes, uh, I generally don't like to look at the bill. <laughs> I usually just put the bill aside and wait until I'm really happy before I open that bill. <laughs> because it's going to reduce the level of my happiness, you know, joy. It's always high. So it was hard to call, call back to Nigeria, find out what's going on and uh, why I'm not getting money from there for my schooling. And I had to eat. And these times it was very tough. And I was sharing nothing from home. If you're a foreign student, you can't work. Uh, you can only work on campus. So unless money comes from home, I, I won't be able to make it. And I was one God, help me. And in one of those days, this is funny, I, I still remember it today. I've been out with my Christian brothers who were doing stuff, witnessing or whatever we were doing, really happy. And I got back to my apartment and I heard this voice, almost like somebody speaking to me. Because of my financial difficulties, he says, you're going down. And I thought, oh wow. I walked around for a while thinking about my situation. No one is helping you. The Americans don't understand what's going on. You can't even tell them you knew here or whatever. And uh, you are in a foreign country. You don't even have enough money to buy a ticket and go back home. <laughs> That's how bad it was. And I was thinking. And then I started asking myself, who said that? Who said that? Where did that stuff come from? And then I started yelling. I mean, if you were around, you think this guy is gone nuts. I mean, I was yelling, I'm going to make it. I'm not going down. Amen? I'm not going to go down. I'll get help from God. God is going to help me. Well, I'm here today. Amen? I got help. God will help you. No matter how difficult the situation is, God will help. Isaiah chapter 41, I like this scripture. You know, I was reading somewhere, a, a, a man who was who was in trouble, you know, really having a lot of troubles. He read the scripture, we'll read the scripture so soon from verse 10. And he said, I wish I can have some great assurance that when God said that, he was speaking to me. Did you get that? I wish I can, you know, if, if I could see God standing and I know he's talking directly to me, that would really make me feel good based on that scripture. And the preacher said, well, he's speaking to you directly. God says, fear not. Amen. Amen. That's the first thing. You got trouble? As long as there is God in your life, first thing, don't fear. Don't be afraid. The circumstance is difficult. It's tough. You can't handle it. You know you don't have the resources. Things are getting out of hand. Your children, you don't know what to do. You've prayed. You've done all. And, and there's this fear. And they're talking about your job. Or they're saying much in the office, you're going to lose your job. Or you don't have money, how are you going to pay your bill? God said, don't fear. Fear not. For the reason why God says, don't be afraid. I am with you. 
Amen. Don't fear. I saw the problem before it got to you. That's what God is saying. Amen. Don't fear. Because if you fear, the problem will destroy your destiny. That's why Jesus said, take no thought. Just come. Don't fear. I am with you. You know what I like to do? Run around this place and say, God is with me, devil. What can you do about that? Amen. When God is with me, that trouble is small. He has all the resources. So I've got to be sure God is with me. And God is saying to you, don't fear. And if you read in the New Testament, every time Jesus is going to deal with a situation that is really problematic, first words from his mouth, don't be afraid. And the next one, only believe. Don't be afraid. Don't let it bother you. As long as God is in your life, and He is. You know how God is in your life? How you can tell God is in your life? How many want to know how you can tell God is in your life? Oh, that's, I'll give you great revelation. Just tell Him to be. <laughs> Amen? Just tell Him to be. This is what, once you once out of your mouth, and you're telling God to be, He's there. He's there. He's been standing out waiting to come in. You just got, got to, you got just had some good sense to tell him to come in. <laughs> so you invited him. That's all. He says, don't fear. I am with you. Don't allow the situation to dismay you. Be not dismayed, God said. Don't do that. He's, this is like a commandment. Don't do that. You block your blessings if you allow the problem to cause you this. To be dismayed. Don't be dismayed. Don't worry about it. God is going to take care of it. Go to sleep at night. If you can't go to sleep, take a, a sleeping pill. No, kid. <laughs> Don't be dismayed. For I am your God. I'm going to take care of you. There is help from heaven. God says, I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. We all need help from trouble. And God is the only one that can help us. And God says, yes, I will. Not me, I will help you. And notice he didn't put any condition in there. Not, I will help you if you pray all through the night and cry to me. Is this what he says? You just need to know that he's with you. I am with you. You just need to do these things. Don't be afraid. Don't allow yourself to be dismayed. Know that God is with you and that he's going to help you. And God cannot lie. And the Bible says, let God be true. And your situation a lie. Whatever it is, God is going to come through with His word. His word will not return to Him void. 
God says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, it seems like you're going down. But God said, yeah, I understand the situation. He's, he's going to, it seems like he's going to get you down. God says, I will uphold you. You're not going to go down. I'll keep you there till the trouble is over. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. But again, you must recognize when you are in trouble, again, I will say it, it goes back to Psalm 60, there is an enemy behind it. Verse 11 says, Behold, all those who were incensed against you, remember what the Bible tells us in, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? But we are still wrestling, right? We're still, in, we're still wrestling. <laughs> Even though you're not wrestling against flesh and blood, we are in a wrestle. We are fighting. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in, high, in heavenly places. These are the forces, the enemies that are causing you to be afraid or wanting to make you afraid or to cause you to be dismayed. And God says, refuse it. Don't allow it. Don't allow it. Just believe that I'm with you. And that I will help you. And he says, if you do that, God will uphold you with his righteous right hand. And your enemies that are incensed against you, they will be ashamed. And they will suffer disgrace. Amen. That's the... Heritage of God's servants. They shall be as nothing. It's like they were not there. And those who strive with you shall perish. You shall seek them and not find them. Those who contend with you. That's the enemy contending with us. Those who war against you shall be as nothing. As a non-existent thing. For I am the Lord your God. I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, says the Lord. He says again, fear not, I'll help you. Amen? That gives me courage. Amen? If you know there is a God, I know, and I know he, he is. I don't care how tough the situation is. It's time to shout and to rejoice before God. That's faith. Amen? And we walk by faith and not by sight. If you can rejoice before God, I mean, you don't have to, to lie to people that you have, don't have problems or uh, appear to be smiling, but you're really crying inside. Sometimes we start that way. But before long, it takes over your heart. Because what's really causing you trouble is all in your head. But we have faith in our heart towards God. And we know God is going to help me. Now, if you say that confidently, Especially when you say it to uh, those who are in opposition. Because Satan will use people sometimes. And they bring words at, at you. They don't mean any evil. They're just saying things to you. And sometimes those words can cause you to be afraid. If you can reply to them in a very strong voice, God is going to help me. Okay? When, they see, when they see the help of God, when that time comes, uh, they know you're a man of God or a woman of God. And so we must always affirm, unless you don't believe that there is a God. Amen? If you can't say it, you don't really believe God can help you. 
But if you can say it from your mouth without fear, God will help you. God will not allow his word to fall to the ground. So you can say it confidently. I know I have trouble, but God is going to help me. Or they're gonna, if they fire me, if God allows me, them to fire me from this job, I'm going to get a better job. You watch out. And when, I, when you get that job, give them a call. Tell them. <laughs> Amen. Let them know. I got a better job. And say, really? Where? Where? Amen. The next time they will be, they'll be calling you for prayer. Amen. We need to be bold. We need to be bold. Because we believe there is a God. If you don't believe in a God, then you won't speak. But speak boldly of God's help. God has promised to help. God says, I am your God. I am with you. I will help you. Give us help from heaven. Amen? God will give help. Last scripture here, Hebrews 4 verse 16. says, let us therefore come boldly. I like that. God is inviting us. You need help? Don't come timidly. I wonder if God's going to help me. Let me go bowing. I have to cry before God and beg. We are not beggars. Amen? We are children of the living God. When my children need something from me, they don't come begging. Amen? They walk in and say, Daddy, I need this. Right? And sometimes they walk away like, you got to give it to us. <laughs> you got no choice about this. Daddy, I need a hundred dollars. That's it. You go figure out where you're going to get the hundred dollars I need it. And they walk out. And I have to run around looking to get, to get it to them. Amen? And if mommy, if daddy's too stern, they go to mommy. <laughs> give it to us. We need this. Amen. We are his children. Amen. That's why we don't come timidly before him. He says to us, how do we come to him? Boldly. He's your father. You walk in boldly with the blood of Jesus that says, I'm a believer. I'm a child of God. And you come to his presence. To the throne of grace, he says. That's where you will find grace and not suffer disgrace. Amen. You find grace when you come into God's throne of grace boldly. Don't come timidly because you come because you're coming because you have fear in your heart. Amen. You come boldly. Don't be afraid. Fear not. So you come boldly into his presence and you say, God, do you know what you said? What you said was right. Now I got trouble. Amen. I got trouble and I need your help. Come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. When the word is used mercy, you remember the man that was blind? He was saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What was he asking for? Help my, help me with my trouble. He says when we come boldly to the throne of grace, we will obtain mercy. God will grant it to us. And we will find grace. That's mercy, grace to help in times of need. Amen. God will always help. If you constantly look at the problem, the problem will get bigger. 
If you turn your eyes away from the problem, that's a wise thing to do. And turn your eyes to the Lord. You'll find out that problem is so little. And you wonder, why was I so afraid? Why was I so concerned? God has kept us, our ministry, the Ark Fellowship, till this day. Amen? God has kept our ministry. I'm talking about our ministry. We've gone through difficult times. But there is a God. And you got to encourage yourself. And you praise God. When you praise Him and you're telling Him how awesome He is, how able He's able to put your life together and hold you up together, put you together, you, you, as you praise Him, your heart will swell. Amen? And you feel that confidence coming in for your God. And even though the problem is still there, you know that God will help. That help is on the way. And we should speak that way. That's just simple faith. God is going to help me. Even in this situation. I don't understand it. But God is helping me. There are angels that are dispersed. There are so many angels that God has dispersed for every one of us. They're all already around us. When we sleep, they're there with us. The Bible says they are ministering spirits that God has sent down to the earth. They are no longer up there praising the Lord. That says how tells you how important you are to Him. You know what? They're not up there praising the Lord. They are hanging around you. Flaky you. I'm not kidding. <laughs> They're hanging around you. Ministering spirits from God. Some of these ministering spirits don't have much to do. All they have to do, be, do is stay around this fearful believer, always worried, running to, to and fro, and they're wondering, God, I wonder why you sent me to this guy. I got no work to do. So I was running, crying. Is that what to do? When they're screaming at you, you can hear them. Why don't you read the Bible and believe? I'm kidding. Stand up with me tonight. <laughs> I, I, by the grace of God, I have, Lord, I have confidence in God. I can't have any confidence in myself. But I have confidence in God. Amen? Amen. He take care of any problem. If you're going through a difficult situation tonight, that's the reason why you're here. God will give you a miracle. God will do it. God will give a miracle because He loves us. He loves us. On Sunday, I'll be, by the grace of God, I'll be coming up with a message that deals with this issue about God's love for us and how He expresses His love for us. And some of us are hindering Him because we are not able to receive. Sometimes we think we are doing Him good. When we say, ah, God, you don't, you don't, you don't need to bother with that. I'm okay. You're hindering him from expressing his love to you. That will be Sunday. But I want you to know that he loves you dearly. Your past is behind. Your future is great. You must always believe this. I believe this with all my heart. 
after I read Genesis chapter 12 and God said I will make your name great God said that I know he spoke it to Abraham but he also spoke it to his seed amen and I am Abraham's seed I'm not just an ordinary or another person on the earth I belong to God I have a covenant with God through the blood of his son I am God's son I'm not ordinary I am a child of God amen you are a child of God you are not ordinary God is with you because you are his child he will take care of you if a father doesn't take care of his child and is not providing properly is abusing the kids what happened we call CPS right or you take them to jail whatever you do <laughs> but that's what we need to do trust God and believe him amen can we raise our hands up to the Lord tonight and thank him that especially if you are dealing with situation in your life and you need his help you need to thank him that you know let him know that you know that he's working in that situation right now and that he is taking care of the problem he has taken care of the problem not going to you are sure that god has taken care of your problem and then you can rejoice thank him from your heart until you feel that confidence hitting your heart yes god is with me he doesn't condemn you he loves you and wants to make the best out of your life that's why we're here in his presence tonight father i give you praise and i give you glory lord we have no reason to be afraid on this earth because you are the lord of the heavens and the earth you are the lord of our lives we will make it you are the lord our shepherd we will never know want in any area of our lives because you are our lord we give you praise and we give you thanks for who you are thank you father in jesus name and god's people said amen, amen. stay encouraged give him thanks amen Amen.